Hey guys, welcome to my series of podcast episodes about what? How? Um, My goal with these episodes is going to be to try to explain to you what a certain comprehensible input strategy is and how to implement it in your classrooms. I hope they're helpful for you. Welcome back to my series of what? How? Where I am going to walk you through today how to do a visual survey. It sounds super intimidating and slightly confusing, but it's super simple and I really enjoy using this guided oral input strategy to deliver comprehensible input in my classroom. So if you haven't listened to episode number one in the series about picture walks, you'll probably want to listen to that first because a visual survey just builds on to the idea of a picture walk. So a visual survey is... Again, you're using visual aids and scaffolding students' understanding by using pictures, and you have a slideshow or a series of pictures set up to use to show your students and talk about what's in them. So basically, you do a picture walk where you would talk about four, um, usually about four or maybe more pictures, depending on how much you have to say about each one. And you would talk about them all individually. And one of my favorite ones that I've done with my classes is one where we talk about describing settings. And so I picked four different pictures of our town where we live, where my school is, of different places around town in different seasons, or I tried to incorporate different seasons. Got to get that weather vocabulary in there, um, where we could... I knew the kids would recognize the places, and because of that, they would be engaged in our discussion in Spanish class. So I would put up one picture. We would talk about kind of the obvious things, the weather, what we see, if there's lots of people there, what's happening at the park, what the people are doing. Then I would ask the students, you know, have they ever been to the, that certain park? Uh, do they like to listen to concerts and personalize the conversation a little bit to keep them more engaged? Um, I probably would spend about two to three minutes talking about each picture, and then I would move on to the next one. So one was about a picture and a concert in a park. One was um, a picture of a park right on Lake Michigan in the winter where it's like gray and cold and freezing and we talked about like who likes to swim in Lake Michigan and we talked about do you like to swim in the cold um, and different things like that. One picture was our downtown street where there's like a theater and um, it was like green and pretty like the springtime Um, and it was really interesting because I would ask the students like is it winter? Is it summer? Is it spring? And then I would kind of you know with your upper level students you could have them explain like why how do you know and kind of give them get them practicing using evidence to defend their opinions um in this example there was a person walking on the street that had a short sleeve shirt on so we knew that it was probably spring or summer um the leaves were green things like that um and then there was this car like driving down the street and it is like blurry. Everything else in the picture is clear, but this car is blurry. And so then I like said to the kids, I was like, Ooh, I have a secret to tell you. The car is not real. It's a ghost. And they found that hilarious and ridiculous. Um, and then the fourth picture was a picture of, um, a, a, it's called Blue Harbor Resort, um, and it's basically like a water park hotel that's right on Lake Michigan, right on the beach. And it was a picture of the beach with the hotel in the background. So we talked about, like, what what is that place? Is it a hotel? Is it a hospital? Is it a house? So getting a lot of those different, like, building and location, place vocabulary words in, um, you know, 
it's on the beach. We talked about sand and water. There's a picture of like kids playing volleyball. We talked about the weather, who likes to go to Blue Harbor, who doesn't, um, different things like that. So after we had talked about each picture for about two or three minutes, because um, I spend usually about 12 to 15 minutes on guided oral input where I'm speaking to the students in Spanish and I expect them to really be tuned in trying to listen. After we talked about all four of those pictures, that's where like a picture walk would end. You would probably just speak about the different pictures. Maybe you could compare and contrast a couple of them like I mentioned in the last episode, but you would pretty much stop there. Then what I did is I put on the next slide... So the last slide of the slideshow, I have those same four images of those places on the same slide. So it's like split into fourths. And then you could either have them numbered one, two, three, or four. You could have different colored circles next to them. Anything that just identifies um, A, B, C, and D, the differences between them. And we did a review strategy called... A, B, C, D. This is one that uh, I learned from Tina Hargaden. And it is basically where I describe the picture and the students have to call out and tell me which picture I'm describing. So it's kind of like a little game uh, that way as well. So I would be like, it's it's cold out. There's snow. There, Lake Michigan is in the picture. This is with my novice students. And then I would say like, uno, dos, tres. And then I would give them a signal for them to all call out a response at once. But it was a good way just to kind of summarize the information. And then the thing that makes the visual survey a survey is because at this point in time, when you have all these images up on one slide, you can take a vote um, or you could talk about their preferences um, and pick their favorite place or their favorite food, depending on what you all have up on the screen. Um, you can talk about which one's more popular and things like that. And then at the end, we picked their favorite place or the most popular place, and then we did a shared writing together. We did a write and discuss about that place. So you're surveying the class because you're having them choose their preference or pick out what's most popular among the different pictures that you've talked about. So it's a picture walk plus a little survey at the end. I hope that helps you understand a visual survey.